Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the dangers of resentment. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome, everyone. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. Today, I want to keep it very simple. I want to have a back-to-basics program. What's missing in your life? A lot of people feel, a lot of us feel that there's something missing. Something is missing. And of course you think that you can get it from your partner. And then you resent your partner when he doesn't provide what you feel is missing. Or you resent your wife for not providing it. You feel something is missing. And so you resent your work. You go take some classes. Not that there's anything wrong with taking some classes, but you're looking out in the world. And then you go to different people, all different kinds of people that have, uh, that claim to have some kind of special knowledge. And you go to them, and you listen to them, and you watch them, and you keep searching, but something is missing. Then you think, well, maybe if I get a motorcycle, or if I go on vacation, or if I lose some weight, or if I start working out every morning, or if I move to another city or get another job or find another partner or maybe when I retire, you see, and you can search to the ends of the earth. You can go mountain climbing and skydiving and you can ride horses and you can, you can scuba dive and you can do all kinds of adventures. And then some people try drugs. They think there's something that they're missing there, but you'll find that it's not there. And do you know what's missing? Do you know what's missing? Well, it's your Creator. You see, you were made by Him. And unto Him you must return. And it can begin in the moment. You see, there was a beautiful verse in the Old Testament. I think it was in Isaiah. I heard on Christian radio the other day, a minister, I don't even know who it was, I was listening, it was in the car and I was driving and vaguely, something about you are alienated, or it said your iniquities have alienated you from God, or your sins have alienated you from God. And the instant I heard that, there was something there. There was something there. So, do you understand that when you fall into your emotions, when you fall into your thoughts, when you're lost in daydreams, when you're lost in worries, or when you're lost in planning and scheming what you're going to do, when you're lost in thinking down there, do you realize that you are separated from God? Not that there's anything wrong with thinking, but thinking should flow from intuition. Do you understand what intuition is? It's what you know in your heart. It's wordless. You had it when you were a little child. When you were born, you had the gift of intuition. My sole purpose, and I've been on the air now for 30 years. I buy the airtime myself for 30 years, and I'm just a little guy. I buy the airtime to try to awaken you 
to awaken you, to begin searching, but this time realizing that what's missing, you're not going to find it out in the world. And that, so you have to stop presenting people. You see, what happens is when you look for it in the world, when you look, look for whatever is missing from your boyfriend or your girlfriend or from your wife or your husband or from your work or from, from anything else, then you're looking in the wrong place and then you resent it. You resent your partner when he or she doesn't give you what you want. Don't resent them because when you resent them, that also ties you, that immerses you more into the world. It, it's almost a form of idolatry. I was writing about that the other day. Because the image of that person then in your mind that you resent, do you see? And do you see also that resenting is, is, is reacting? We ought not to be reacting. We ought to be flowing from within. Going through life like a tourist, watching, observing, like when you were a little child and marveling and wondering at all the things that you see, but not hating them, not clawing and grasping and trying to get something out of them, watching. See? So you must refine this link to your Creator. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. And like I said, when you fall into emotion, now what happens when you fall into thought? When you fall into thinking, or when you fall into study? When you fall into study, or into thinking, or into thought, then you become fused, you become immersed in that, and then you're caught up with it, and it causes you to doubt what you know in your heart. What you must be is close to what you know in your heart, standing back from thought, observing thought, but not being lost in it, and that's faith. You just know in your heart. You just know whether to turn right or whether to turn left. And when something sounds right, you sense it. When it doesn't, then you sense that also. And you trust what you know in your heart. That's from God. It's wordless. It's intuition. It's what he gives humans. It's what he gives humans. And from it, Einstein used his intuition. Stephen Jobs used his intuition. And yes, you must learn to use your intuition so that you're close to God, close to what you know in your heart, and not lost in thought, and lost in people, and lost in the world. And finding God, that's the answer. That is the answer. That is the one plus one from which all good will then come into your life, from God. See, he arranges things. He makes you know what's good for you to know or good for you to look into. He shows you things wordlessly. It's like having a good father who's always there. That's what you need. And to find him, you must learn to be still. It says in the Bible, be still and know that I am God. That's what he said. You must be still. But now what do you do? You escape. See, the thoughts... See, here's what happens. 
those thoughts cause you to doubt and those emotions cause you to doubt, to doubt God, to doubt what's right. I mean, how many times, see, the proof of, of the schism, of the alienation, of the separation between you and your Creator is, first of all, that you're reacting to everything. React, react, react. But the other proof is that you sort of know what's right, don't you? But then you don't do it. See, you know what's right, but you don't do it. And instead of looking to your intuition, you look to outside experts. And then they guide you and they mislead you, don't they? And then you resent them. So those emotions and those thoughts, especially those thoughts, rise up. And then you spend most of your, of your time lost in thought. But when you're lost in thought, you're separated from God, and so you doubt. You see, the separation causes doubt. So whether you first doubt and then fall into thinking, or whether now, more than likely, the, the endless thoughts and daydreams and worries and doubts and fears and emotions rise up, and they overwhelm your consciousness and pull you into them, and then there you are with them, lost in them. You know what it's like? It's like, it's like going into the ocean. And then when you're down deep in the ocean, you are subject to the denizens of the deep. And so there you are floundering and waving your arms and legs around down in the ocean and subject to all of that. No, you must come up to the surface, up, up to the surface. And then you break through the surface and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds and the birds and the fresh breeze. That's where you want to be, not lost down there, but above thought, back in the bright sunshine and the blue sky and the beautiful breeze. That's where you must be. See, but here's the thing, just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams, and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like being under the ocean and coming up to the surface and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds and you take a deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality. The blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think it uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay? And find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. You see, there's a timeless realm, a realm of perfect patience, perfect love, perfect stillness. And when your soul, see, when your soul is aligned with God, then it is very close to that timeless realm. 
In the moment, see, you're in the world. You're in the world, but not of the world. You're in the world, but it's a little distant. You're in the world, but you're very close to this timeless realm. And Christ was so close to the Father, so close to the Father, that at some point he could step across into that realm. Just, just like on Star Trek. Remember they had a transporter? I forget what it was called, but a person would be, would go in, in it and they would dematerialize and then they would materialize somewhere else. Well, such magic is possible. And so, but look what happened to Adam. His intent was not perfect. And because of that, his love was not perfect. His wanting only to do God's will was not perfect. And therefore he became tempted by some alternative and then he ventured into the world, away from this, this, this space, this other dimensional space where he had been. He ventured into the world, and you know the rest of the story. Some of you are getting the 15-minute version. It's a half-hour program, so if yours is only 15 minutes, go to SheddingShackles.com where you can hear the whole 30-minute program. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. On SheddingShackles.com, you can watch Roland's many video lectures, including The Power of an Understanding Heart, Why and How to Meditate, and his latest video on Flowing from Within. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the left-hand icon Watch. I'm also a pianist, and played some of the music examples that you hear, such as Sevilla by the Spanish composer Isaac Albeniz. Thanks for listening. And then you break through the surface and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds and the birds and the fresh breeze. That's where you want to be not lost down there, but above thought, back in the bright sunshine and the blue sky and the beautiful breeze. That's where you must be. Now, how do you do that? Well, it's very simple. 
you learn to stand back from your thoughts because now you're lost in them. And now your thoughts have power over you. They tease you. They tempt you. They taunt you. You can be sitting quietly. You know, I was sitting this morning very quietly. I begin today very quietly. I was sitting there. And and all of a sudden there came some thought of, I can't even remember what it was, but it was some thought of of planning something. I have no idea what it was, but I thought to myself, what's that all about? Why is that thought trying to pull me away from a quiet present? Well, you you must see that you're not going to get help from other people or from thinking or from anything when it comes to wanting to refine your Creator. You're not going to get help. If anything, they will try to distract you and tease you and pull you away and make you doubt. No, you must quietly search within. And as Christ said, you must go in your, you know, go in your closet, he said, and close the door and pray to your heavenly Father in secret. And then he will answer. Look to him. Call unto him. Wait for him. And you do that by standing back from thought, being in the present, like when you were a little child. And then he will answer. You can't find God in thought. You can't find God in study. Do you understand that it was that it was the getting lost in thought? Do you understand that when Eve spoke to Adam in the Garden of Eden, do you understand that that he began to think about what she said? He got lost in his thinking about how he could be a big man with knowledge. And when he was lost in that thinking, that separated him from, from God's quiet light, from God's quiet presence and from God's light. And in that separation then, he doubted God. See, he doubted what God had said. And he clung to the words. He clung to the words. And then he made, following those words, then he messed everything up, didn't he? So now you must go the other way. You must stand back from the words and just see that words are just words, whether they're in your mind, whether it's a voice in your mind or images in your mind or other people's words. You must stand back from them. Like they were a bad movie on television at three in the morning. There it is blaring at the other side of the room and it's just not credible. You don't pay attention to it. It goes in one ear, not the other. But you begin to pay attention to your intuition again. Pay attention to your intuition. Albert Einstein did. Stephen Jobs did. That's what you must do. And it will lead you beyond Einstein, beyond Stephen Jobs. It leads you to your Creator because that's where intuition is from. That's where it's from. It's from your Creator. He sends it. It's His gift to humans. Animals don't have intuition, but humans do. Cherish it. Find it. Trust it. And get the little meditation that I have because it, well, it's quite helpful. It's very. It's a very simple little thing. I have an eight-minute one that's free. And it just teaches you how to stand back from thought instead of being lost in thought. How many of you are lost in thought you drive right by the exit you should have taken? Or you're lost in thought and you're... Your kid is talking to you, you don't even hear what they're saying. You're lost in thought. 
Snap out. Snap out. Snap out. Come back to the present moment and experience the beauty of the present and get back in touch and become a friend of your intuition, which is also conscience. The intuition becomes conscience when it's 2020 hindsight. So now start to pay attention to your intuition, what it's trying to wordlessly tell you, and it will lead you back to your creator. And you would grow in his will to become a child of God and a very noble person with courage, with honor, with principle, with virtue, with talents. And you would learn many wonderful things about this universe that God made and about him. But right now you're enslaved. You don't know the will of God. You don't even know who you are. And you don't know how to find your way back. That's what I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you by simply awakening you to what you know in your heart, because that comes from God. That was the beginning. That was your innocence. That was your sweetness. That was your perceptiveness. And you've set it aside. Now you must refine it. I want to read to you the quote from Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl said, this is a famous quote of his, between stimulus and response there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So you've fallen away from the will of God and you've become enslaved to many things. And why have you become enslaved? It began with your emotional reactions, reacting like an animal to things on the outside, reacting with anger, reacting with resentment. And people emotionalize, you couldn't help it. You couldn't help it when you were a little child. But now you can help it. You have to see that those emotions enslave you. And those emotions make you guilty because you're not living your own life and you're not living your own life and you have conflict. And so you look to food and to the love of the world and to alcohol, to marijuana, to comfort you. All those things do is comfort, comfort the self that you have become through reacting. So your first line of defense then is to refine that space that Viktor Frankl was talking about. Wherein is your power to choose? And you find it when you return to what you know in your heart. That's it. And then get my little meditation to help you to become centered and become still and stay close to that intuition, close to what you know in your heart and begin to grow from God. Some of you are enslaved to knowledge. Some of you are enslaved to knowledge and to education and to the letter of the law, but it's dead. The letter of the law is dead. Look, when you have a delicate situation with your, remember when you were a child, there were moments, special moments, where what your mom said or what your dad said could make all the difference in the world. And most of the time they blew it. They were talking at you instead of to you. They didn't have wisdom, especially your father. He didn't have wisdom. He didn't have understanding. He too was a slave. He was a victim. He was subject to the world. The world was his Lord. And so all he could do was 
well, the best that he could, but it wasn't quite good enough. But now you know what I mean when I say a special understanding. And you need understanding and wisdom in those special moments when you're dealing with your husband, your wife, your children. And where's that going to come from? It has to be just in time. It has to be right there. And it has to be perfect for the moment. Are you going to find the perfect answer in yesterday's answer, in yesterday's book, in a book from 50 years ago, or what some expert says who's not there, what he says or what he used to say or what he will say? Where will you find perfect knowledge in the moment? It has to be in the moment. It has to come through time and space. It has to come from another dimension right through in that moment, through you. And then you speak with love, with understanding. And it is a wonderful thing. It heals relationships. It restores people. It gives them hope. But no, you look into your brain for some clever answer. Some clever answer that you read or heard. So you need to refind your creator. And that's what I'm here for. To awaken you to begin to search within. Refind your creator and then begin to grow in his light. I'm here to help you by simply awakening you to what you know in your heart. Because that comes from God. That was the beginning. That was your innocence. That was your sweetness. That was your perceptiveness. And you've set it aside. Now you must refine it. So, may I recommend that you get the little meditation that will teach you how to become still and get a little separation from those thoughts that now pull you into them and those emotions that pull you into them. When you stand back, you're free to realize. You're free to understand. And you're free to be patient. And when you're lost in your emotions and your thoughts, you're not free. You are compulsive. And you move with impatience or anger or resentment stand back and you will discover a whole new way of living and you will also discover something else not because i say so but because that's the way it will be you'll discover god's gracious forgiveness and his kindness and life becomes sweet Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.